Well, actually, no, no. If we do it, at, yeah. And I'll do it. Multiple sync points, baby. All right, hopefully that's good. <laughs> All right, you ready? I'm ready. Let's do this. Oh, do you want me to hit a sound or something? All right. Yeah, hit us a sound to um, hit us off. Oh, I forgot which one's which. This is going to be totally random, but I'm going to start speed, bro. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Fuck it, this one. How long does this go for? Uh, we've got a minute left. Shit! Hello, everybody, and welcome to the very first episode of the pre-production meeting. I am one of your co-hosts, Josh Urquhart, and I am here with my other co-host. Austin Scott, baby. Austin, how are you, mate? It's we. It's been a while since we've been in this room. Uh, we have done a podcast together. But how are you feeling to be back in the seat, the Dude, podcast and seat? I am honestly thrilled. Like when we came back in here and all the new lights and shit that are in here as well. Yeah. And a topic we're going to touch on in a bit. But um, yeah, when we were back in here, what, two years ago? Two years, two years ago. ago. With the other potty. It's um, been a while. It has been a while. But um, yeah, man, ever since you and I organised this, I've been fucking excited. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah, I'm I'm stoked to be back. Stoked, that's yeah. good, mate. Yeah, it, it was it was unfortunate what happened last time with COVID, and I think that kind of is what was the main instigator for the ending the other pod. If you guys, yeah, some of you may have listened to the other pod. It was called "What Are Your Thoughts." <laughs> um, very good pod. We actually got a few listeners. You know, we got some fans, it's and then fun, COVID hit, and we ended up. You know, we tried to do Discord for a couple uh, weeks, and yeah, it right. just didn't work yeah. out. But we are back. And uh, we are back and better, I would say, because we have a very good uh, we we have a very good concept. I yeah, feel like, and yeah, it's very yeah. strong. Now, before we actually get into that, I think we should actually explain what this podcast is and what it's going to be about each week, basically. 100%. So, Austin, I want to ask you a question: When you were younger, or maybe now, have you ever played Pokemon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you have. Yep. Now, I don't know about you, but. When I was playing Pokemon back in the day, there were levels I just couldn't get past, mm -hmm. right? Even maybe finding the, the, the master ball, yep. right? So what did I do? I went on YouTube and I searched up Pokemon Diamond Walkthrough, right? right? Yeah, and yeah. that ran me through how to get the master ball, basically. Okay. But they also continued the series for the whole time and showed us basically from start to finish how they ran through the whole Pokemon game. Right. Did yeah. you ever do that? For other games, not Pokemon, but... Fair enough, yeah. fair enough. Well, basically, guys, that is what this podcast is going to be about. This is one big walkthrough, all right? Me and Austin went to film school together. So we've been in this industry, I'd say, for a little while now. Yeah. So we somewhat know what we're doing, but we need each other, um, which we'll get into to kind of make that next step. So this podcast is going to be a walkthrough on how we make our next films. Now, we've both had experience, either directing our own films, editing our own films, or being on our own films um, throughout uni. So we have got a bit of experience, but we thought, which we'll get into again later on, the reasonings <laughs> why, but it would be a good idea to run week by week um, yep. how we're going through this process from start to finish. And I reckon it hits both kind of um, audiences, audiences that are interested in film and want to get an understanding you know, some tips and tricks on the way about how we do our process. Yep. But I also think it's really good for the people that aren't in the film industry to see how, how it's done. How it's done. Yeah. Because yeah. that's a big thing for everybody um, 
like I've spoken to people even recently who I've just met and they ask how the whole process works. Yeah. So I I think it's um, a good idea. And week by week, you guys will go through the trials and tribulations with us, <laughs> the ups and downs of how hard it actually is to make a film. And hopefully by the end of it, we will both have completed films going through the film festival <laughs> circuit crossed. and you'll be able to watch it. And I think it'll be a good payoff because you'll, you would have been with us from the start, yeah. from the start, yeah. seeing everything we've been through from conception to execution, basically. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, so that's basically how it's going to go. It's called the pre-production meeting because you know every production starts in pre-production. Um, we're both we both have ideas right now. I'm I'm just trying to get used to what camera to look. I'm looking at this yeah. one, but that one's on you. <laughs> yeah. <that's> <laughs> um. Yeah. It's um. We both have ideas. We're both at different stages. Um of the process basically and we're gonna help each other um and so i think this is a good segue into why we're actually doing this in the first place yeah 100%. um now uh, i'll hit it off and then i'll pass it to you um i kind of see this podcast first and foremost for me and you and then whoever listens who like whoever listens whoever listens yeah, right I, it's like going to the gym and this is what I was explaining to you on the call last week is I feel more inclined to work out when I actually go to the gym. Oh yeah. Whereas say, you know, I'm going for a run elsewhere or going to work out at my home. I'm not that motivated. I have to go to the gym to work out. So this is one of the big reasons me and you started this is because we both kind of agreed to that fact that if we had an excuse to go somewhere once a week, we would actually be inclined to do work exactly each right. week and get progress, which will segue to you, yeah. which leads us to why we created this in the first place. Yeah, well, I think what this stemmed from was, um, you know, and a topic we'll touch on in a bit is like, just like life post film school was kind of like, you know, you're filled with like, sweet, I'm going to do this. Like, mm. I'm going to just constantly just keep churning out films or that kind of stuff. Like you, you left and you were like, yes, this is what's going to happen or all that kind of stuff. Life gets in the way. Mm. COVID got in the way. Mm. Things get in the way and like they stop you from doing it. And it really like, then you fall into a routine of just, I don't know, doing nothing essentially or just, you know, continuously just sort of saying, oh, I'll get to it later or that kind of stuff. And yep. then it got to a point where I was like, you know, I need to reach out to somebody to sort of like, like, I don't know, let's do something. Like, let's see what happens. And then mm. Josh and I jumped on a call just mm. one day and we started talking and then, sort of ignited a sort of like creative spark in us yeah. both. And then from then we've just been back and forth, blowing up each other's phones. And um, yeah, then uh, Josh pitched this idea to me for the podcast. And I'd just been thinking that I think the massive thing is um, accountability when yep. it comes to this stuff. Because um, not too long ago, I was actually like, I wanted to get into working out. This is to touch on what you said about the gym. And I like, I go to the gym and I have no idea what I'm doing, mm. but my younger brother did. And mm. so then I'd signed up to the same gym with him and he was my accountability partner. So I went to the gym every time. And it was like, you know, oh, I don't feel like going to the gym. And then he gets on the phone and goes, are you coming to the gym? And then you don't want to like let him down. So then you go to the gym. Then like 100%. you said, because you're there, you're doing it and you, yep. you, you feel like you have to. Whereas now I see this opportunity mm. as like this very room, like we're not going to come in here without progress. Exactly. If you know what I mean? Like, like imagine how bad it's going to look like, oh yeah, Josh has done all this work. And I'm like, yeah, I'm still where I Mate, was last exactly. week. Exactly. So that's something that we want to crush. Mm. And I feel like this is probably the best way to do that because it is so easy, like I just said, to be like, 
I'll do it later. Kind of thing. <coughs> and that's, I'll touch on that when we talk about it because ever since we had our first phone call, mm. um, I was motivated to get into it and all that kind mm. of stuff. And then I did some stuff and I was like, all right, I'm going to get back to this later. Yeah. And the laptop's still in the same spot when I shut my laptop two yeah. weeks ago kind of thing. So, exactly. you know what I mean? So that's what this is. Yeah. This is what this podcast is. We're not going to come here without progress. Mate, exactly. And yeah, I'm, yeah, I'll touch on a couple of things you just mentioned as well. Um, you know, life post film school isn't so gloriful, I guess. Like we had, you know, a couple of films or you were working on a couple of films and I directed mine as well. And can we just preface, we did kind of clickbait everybody saying this is an award-winning, yeah. hosted by award-winning people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, technically we are. Um, I've directed my film has won a couple of awards. Well, a couple of times. Uh, Gash yourself up. Come on. A bit more than a couple of yeah, awards overseas on, and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> and you've you've worked and edited award winning films as well. Yeah. So basically, we are. You know, we got to get something to get the viewers in, right? Yeah. But um, <clears throat> oh God, lost my track of thought. They gassing myself. <laughs> no, bro, that's totally um, welcome here. No, bro. no, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, life post films. You know, I had my film, and once that was done, you know, I had another idea, and you know, you're so full with all these ideas to start off with. And then, like you said, life gets in the way. And, um, you know, COVID was a big one for me because I like to be in the same room as people, feed off their energy. 100%. And um, me and Jay, shout out Jay, um, <laughs> who still hasn't responded to my message <laughs> this week. Now. Yeah, um, <laughs> but he, like me and him were working on something and then COVID got in the way and I couldn't, I'm like, I'm not doing this over Zoom, man. Like, I'm just Absolutely. like, I need to be in the same room as people. And that kind of got me into this bad habit of just, you know, just not doing anything at all. Um, and now, God, I lost my train of thought again. <laughs> Podcasting! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, no, yeah, you lose lots of motivation, but... With film, it's not all sunshine and rainbows by all means, oh, the no. industry in itself. And I've been through this motivation slump before. So it started with, you know, using the excuse of COVID and yeah. saying, yeah, I can't do this because of COVID. And then it turns into, I don't have the motivation anymore. And I think that's super scary actually to like, to be a part of. But I, like I was saying, I've been through this, like we've been through this motivation slump before during uni whilst we were working on our projects oh, and, massive. you know, I remember the guy that I came to was you and we we reignited that fire kind of just going back and forth. The things that you, you weren't able to do um, during COVID. But yeah. I remember specifically when I got that fire back, it was on the bus home from uni and we came up with this really good idea for a feature film down the track. And that kind of reignited that fire to, you know, continue on with my own film and 100%. get through the rest of uni and stuff like that. So when it comes to, you know, trying to get that fire back, when you hit me, I was in this stage where I didn't know what to do. Same. You know, I, I had lost most of the people that I had really good, you know, connections within the industry, you know, life happens. Um, and, you know, I had people, that were really close that I would be sharing these ideas with and stuff like that. Not saying you weren't one of them, no, 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 I get you. Um, but those people that would help would be that first stage of creating um, the process of film, you know, life happens and they go out of your life. So it, then that added to the kind of excuses almost. But when you hit me up, I'm like, why didn't I just come to you first? You're the man who took me out of this <laughs> dump in the first place. Well, to touch on that as well like bro i 
I feel like you and I were in the same spot. Yes. Like I just because I remember I I tried to motivate myself to do it, and then I kind of started getting, I started using excuses as well. Kind yeah. of just it, like we're kind of just mirroring each other here. Like I I would just get into this slump where I was just like, go to work, come home, go to work, come home, go to work, come yep, home, have literally. a couple of days off and yep. like you didn't do anything in those days off kind of thing. Like that was my major thing is like I wanted to do stuff with my days off. Yeah. And then I don't know what it was and I don't know how it happened, but um, it was more so I was just, I was sitting, having a coffee and I just went, the only thing that's going to change is if you, sorry, the only way things are going to change is if you make them. Yeah. So I was like, look, <clears throat> I went to like, I look back at film school and I think they were some of the best days of my life because we were running a mark in that Dude, place. Awesome. It's like came up with some of the most, like you met some really cool people. Um, you made some really good connections and just, I, the one thing I loved about that was just, you were in that creative space for four days of the week Yeah, with like-minded people. Yeah. That's the big thing, man. And I still remember when people were pitching their ideas, I just wanted to hear their ideas, just yeah. like to hear what they were saying and everything like that. And like what they, what drives them kind of thing. And so, yeah, I was sitting having a coffee and I was like, I, like, I don't want to lose touch with the people that I, you know, had some of the best days of my life. With. But so you do. That's the thing. That's man. the thing. Cause life gets in the way. And mm. then um, I was like, you know what? I'm going to hit up a couple of people and then, um, see, see what can happen because I've got ideas and but like they're just ideas that just sit there. Like you don't ideas are something, but the execution something else. Mm. Hence this podcast. Mm. Um, but yeah, and then I was like, I need to hit up Josh because him and I had some of the most passionate <coughs> film yeah. chats 100%. ever on the train and bus home to a point where I got told to shut up on a quiet train. But um, <laughs> and um, but yeah, it's stuff like that that I wanted to reignite. And then mm. this has just been like it, yeah. Astronomical it's been a blessing been. in disguise. And literally since we came up with this idea, I've noticed the motivation level, yeah. bro. Like we'll get into it in the next couple of pods, but I picked up the book that I'm adapting last night and reread the chapters of where I'm up to in my progress. But I think you made a really good point in terms of doing like nothing with your day because I kind of fell into this loop where it got really bad and I just, it start, I started to feel guilty, like yeah. really, really guilty. And that just made me, it made me sad, angry. I'm like, I should be doing something 100%. with these days. And, you know, because film <clears throat> for me is what I've wanted to do since the longest time. And it's funny because it's it's not as common um, of an industry to get into, Definitely. which I like. Yep. But that also means you're the only one doing it. And usually the people around you, you're known as the film guy. So yep. you also have that outside expectation that you're kind of, gonna do something in the industry so when you got people asking you 24 7 what's your next film yeah. especially <laughs> writing the coattails of to the lesson and that success in quotation marks i would say <laughs> um you know people asking what is the next film what is the next film you always in this industry you've got to have a next move oh, yeah, you've yeah, got to have a next absolutely. move but when you got those people breathing down your neck 24 7 not saying they do it in a bad way but it just it puts so much pressure oh, yeah. and i think <clears throat> more than pulling me back into the industry and the mindset it pushed me away yeah yeah um but yeah it's just it's not been the best but since i think we've we've um came up with this idea and you know getting back on track i've felt astronomically different yeah um what i do want to touch on a point is film school in general right so it's been what Two years now? Yeah. Three? No, 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 not two. We yeah. graduated nine, uh, 20 or 19? 21. 21? 21, yeah, it was last year. 
Are you sure? Yeah, it started, did not graduate started, last year, did we? Yeah, it started in 19. Mm. Graduated 21. Two-year course, man. Yeah, two, yeah, right. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So I want to touch on that, right? And I think this is why this is good for the pod as well, um, for the listeners, is I'm going to just say it straight out. It ain't worth it. Yeah, I, look, there was a lot of stuff that I've learnt, like, post film school. Dude. Literally. YouTube, YouTube is a film school if you want it to be. Like, don't get me wrong. We had some of the best days oh, yeah. in film school. And in saying that, there was some, like, merit to it. Yeah. All in all. It 100% yeah. is not worth it, mate. I've been on set and I've learned more in a day than I will ever learn at film school. Not saying the film school that we didn't go to is not good. Um, They had some great lecturers, some not so great lecturers. Quality, if we're quality. on the same mindset of that one lesson, <laughs> <laughs> that still pops up in my head. So <laughs> some um, quality uh, uh, admin work there too. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> um, look, it, 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 I think the best thing to come out of that is the connections. And that's why when you lose those and when life gets in the bloody, nobody could have predicted COVID, right? No, no, no. But when life gets in the way and you lose those connections, you're going to feel hopeless because when you come out of film school, that's the main thing that you're there for is yeah. to be around my, like-minded people and to build those connections. Don't get me wrong. I've picked little pieces of advice um, advice pieces when it comes to different stages of the filmmaking process that will always hold with me from the lecturers. But overall, it's not worth it, man. I've come up with my screenwriting structure, like I told you, yeah. from the Marvel writers yeah. on YouTube. <laughs> they literally tell you how to structure a film. I use that for my film. Yep. I honestly, and we'll run through that. So you guys, I'll give you the cheat codes, like yeah. what we use basically to make ours. And I... I, that's more than I, oh God, I gotta be careful saying this. Um, I feel like if screenwriting class started with that in the first lesson, then I don't think you would need other, other screenwriting Dude, classes. To further touch on that, I feel like I, I enjoyed screenwriting <coughs> so much. So did I, yeah, 100%. Only like the first one was um, like the first unit of screenwriting was was the grouse. It was awesome. Like mm. oh, I loved that. And then so when screenwriting two came, out, I was like, sign me up to that. Mm. But screenwriting two was the biggest waste of time. Yeah. I'm gonna say it straight out. Yeah. Like um, there was literally like I was like, okay, how do you do this and kind of stuff? Let me show you an example. I don't want to see an example yeah. like of it being put on screen. I mm. want to see it on the page. Like exactly. how was that written and all that kind of stuff? Like I feel like that's something we needed to be taught. And like I, literally yeah. like. A lot of things we did miss out on because of COVID, like practically getting our hands on stuff and doing stuff. Yeah. Screenwriting is not an excuse. But um, for example, like, I don't know, cinematography or something like that, like we couldn't do stuff because we couldn't be in the room to do it. Exactly. Um, right. But we did miss out on a lot. But like since, yeah, since film school is done, unless you're on sets, you're, and you're on sets and you keep the same connections, you're going to lose that motivation to do it. Absolutely. And like I said, if you don't have those connections, you're not going to be on set. Exactly. It is what it is. Luckily, I, and that's the thing, like I had those connections. I was on sets for a little bit. And then those connections, you know, life gets in the way and stuff happens. And then now you're not on sets. Exactly. (laughs) And that's the best way to learn, bro. People spend one day on a set and they can learn more about film school than film school. Well, I feel like as well at um, film school, it was more so like, this is the way you should do it 
Otherwise, it's incorrect. Mm. And then you go on sets and all that kind of stuff and you see it done a different way. Mm. And you go, okay, there's no right or wrong way to do stuff. Just as long as the end result is what was intended, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And I like to think of this example as the... um, I'm going to just come up with the name right now. You're witnessing it here. The boom mic theory. Mm. Um, the way we were taught <laughs> to hold a boom mic in the industry, which don't get me wrong, is a, is a way to hold a boom mic and all yeah. that kind of stuff. But God, that's when, a fucking workout, <laughs> man. Doing bro, the I still, I'll get into that. But um, when I was on, and like, I don't mean to gas myself up here. We're not best mates by any means. But when I was on Dacre Montgomery's film. Yeah. Right. The boom mic operator, right? They did an extreme close up on. Hold on, is that Dacre Montgomery from Stranger Things? Yes, from Billy. Stranger Things, yes, ah, Billy. Okay, Billy, cool. yes. <laughs> what is his last name? Do you reckon you can get him on the pod? I'll 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 call him after and see if he'll um see if he'll come on. That would be cra- because that, crazy. Because crazy. can tell us about his uh, dude. Like, oh, d- dude, I was there for some of his I, pre-production. Yeah, so I think it would be amazing. Sorry to cut you off. No, just no, no, get no, back, but like to get people in and talk about because you know I think it's kind of a taboo topic when you're in the film industry to talk about if you're unmotivated, Absolutely. otherwise you won't be hired. You yes. won't do this. You won't do that. You know, you'll get shunned upon almost. So to bring people in, bring them out of their comfort zones and ask them, you know, little tips and tricks on how to get out of that. Dom. Absolutely. Mate, I, it would be amazing. I think so. Yes. But um, yeah. So the boom mic theory was like, yeah, you get told in film school, this is the only way you hold a boom mic. Like depending on the shot, obviously that's going to vary whatever project you're on, all that kind <coughs> of stuff. Like get it. Full disclaimer. I understand. Mm. But we were told, like, this is the way you hold it. There's no other way. You won't get it, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Bro, I was on Dacre's film, and when they did the extreme close-up of his face, legit, the boom mic operator, I'll try and demonstrate this so people can... Um, <laughs> <laughs> bro, he held it like he was cradling a baby. Yeah. Right? So the pole came out here, and the mic was pointing, like, there. Like, Dacre's was face that, was right here. Was that he was, from hour one, or was that after a while he's been hiding, uh, holding it, and he's just gotten tired? Bro, first or like, second shot of the day. You're kidding you. me. Like, he's right wow. there. He's just holding it. Like, bro, as long as he's out of frame, the mic's out of frame, yeah. do not worry about it. And Dacre was the director. He's not going to be like, bro, in film school, I was taught this is the <laughs> yeah, way. You know, he just kind of did that, and bro, it got the result. So, you know. Multiple ways to get things done. And the thing I love about this industry and mm. from the couple of sets I've been on, no one day is the same. No, no, no. No one day is the same. And there was another shoot I was on um, and we were shooting a trampoline scene, right? And oh. so, like I was just a PA, so I'm sitting back watching, back, running, getting coffees and mm. stuff, you know, mm. but just absorbing and networking mm. is the main thing that's yep, the best yep, thing. Yep, yep, yep. But we were in a backyard. There was like lucky we had both these houses. Like one was a um, like the unit base for catering and all that kind of stuff. But the other one was where we were actually shooting. But then yeah. the backyard for the one where the unit was looked better than the backyard that was next door. But we needed the trampoline from that side. So a bunch of us got the trampoline, oh lifted God. it over the fence, put it over that side Dude. just to shoot in that backyard. And me and the other PA, like we were saying, like this is why we love it because it's just like yeah, you know, oh how can we get this done? come up with a way to get it done kind of thing yeah. rather than going like, nah, the um, the book says you need to do this Dude, kind yeah. of thing. So, oh. you know, and it's the, like- The yeah. people you meet on set, man, like there's not one same, but you get some characters, I'll tell you that on oh, film sets. <laughs> but in terms of that, you get different ways to do stuff, like you said. Um, we're basically, what we're doing right now is hyping up, just get on a set. Yeah, Don't yeah. worry about film I school. Think, yeah, 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 if yeah. you want some like, yeah, how to write a script, search it up on bloody YouTube, seriously. You'll find it. It's fine. Like some of the best people, some of the best filmmakers in the world didn't go to film school. Like, yeah. um, what was it? May, oh God, I don't want to say this. I think Taika, Taika Waititi, I was watching a film about him. I don't 
acting. Um, maybe he went to film school originally, but he made a film. No, he made a film before film school. Okay, yeah. yeah. And then it, he entered that into festivals, and so I'm pretty sure it still did really well. It's just little success stories that you know, just get on a set. Number 100%. one. That's why I like being AD on a lot of films. You know, it's not a job that a lot of people would do because there's a lot of work to do. But I choose AD for the very fact that you're working close with the director. AD meaning 100%. assistant director. Um, and you're learning their tips and tricks, um, how they do certain things. And I've worked with lots of directors now and I can tell you I've picked up a piece from every single person, every single director, um, a tip and trick that I will either use or make into my own. Um, and I think it's the best way to learn. Yeah. 100%. 100% I agree. Um, but yeah, in saying that, um, I think we've covered like the loss of motivation, which is, was a big one. I think, yeah. That's, um, it's that's like, funny. you know, when you're not surra- surrounded by those people and COVID was a big deal, you know, you lose that motivation, which leads to guilt, you know, all these different stuff. The loss of connections is a big one. Yeah. So we're hoping as well with this podcast is, um, you know, hopefully we get a few viewers. It doesn't really matter, but yeah. with those viewers, you know, people might, um, you know, when it comes time to building our cast and stuff like that and crew, we'll be able to get people in for interviews as we hire them, which I think will be really cool. I Pick think, their brains yeah. about the industry and stuff like that because we're, I can tell you right now, me and you, we're, we're correct me if I'm wrong, we're back to stage one, my man. Oh, facts. Yeah, like we're absolutely. back to stage one and I think that's <laughs> really interesting and a really interesting part of this concept. We're back to stage one. So we're, we're, we're with everybody right now watching 100%. this podcast. The only difference is we've suffered, not suffered, sorry, that's a, that's a big <laughs> word. We've been through two years of film school. So we, we've picked up little tips and tricks here and there. And, um, but we're at the same stage as everybody. And I feel like everybody that we get into this, um, these crew and cast will also be on that. And hopefully we'll inspire some people when, Absolutely. if they want to get into the industry. I, I was thinking to myself last night, well, actually... When I was with my brother and my mum yesterday, my brother turned on The Office. He's in, he's in season two of The Office. Like, he's never watched it before. So, really? Yeah, so no. God, I'll um, kill to watch that show <laughs> for the first time again. And so man. when um, I was sitting on the table with mum and then mum said, like, it's amazing the stuff Michael Scott gets away with. And I'm like, if he can run a branch, anybody in life can do anything. And I get he's a fictional <laughs> character, but I was like, if he can run a Dude. branch, anybody in life can do anything. Literally. So, like you said, we're at stage one. Yeah. We're only human. Yeah. Everybody's human. Everybody goes through the Shit, yeah. ups and downs and everybody goes, everybody has their own story. And like, we're just two dudes that Dude. want to, we want to do, yeah, we want to do some, <laughs> do we want to do some film, man. Yes. Yeah, so um, before we close this off, I reckon we should talk about what exactly we've done. Yes. You know, okay. Yeah. Done. What exactly we want to do. Um, yeah. Not in terms of the projects. We'll get onto those in different episodes. But you know where, why we got into this industry, what we want to do, what we have done, um, and then I think that's good for the first pod. So yeah, start us off, so. my man. Um, no, so why I am in this, and it's something that it came from more like a, you know, maybe a bit vulnerable here, but like um, it was quite a quite a quite a week uh, down. Wow, what's the why can't I downhill slope? Yeah, like it was quite a low point in my life where. Mm. You know, it was just a day-to-day slum, um, work, go home, repeat the next day kind of thing. Yeah. And, um, you know, it all, one weekend it just kind of hit me. Like, what if I'm not going to do it? Like, is this my life? Is this my life kind of thing? Mm. And then, you know, broke down into tears or that kind of stuff. Girl, my girlfriend helped me through it. Yeah. Um, and 
uh, yeah, I was just like, what? Am, like, I, I want to do something with my life, kind of thing. And um, yeah, we went and saw the great. That's where I was. The greatest showman. The greatest showman. The greatest showman. Um, you know, once the credits rolled on that film, like, and I, I love that film. And I know you do too. Yeah. Um, yeah, the greatest showman. And then you see all the credits start rolling, and I was just thinking, like, you know, these are people that do this for a living. A living. Like, this mm. is their job, kind of thing. What's stopping me from doing that? So then I just, you know, went. Uh, I'm going to take a leap and I'm going to, you know, start looking for film schools and all that kind of stuff just to really, like, this is what I want to do. I know this is what I because I'm a massive movie buff. Yeah. That was like the go-to date with me and my girlfriend was just <laughs> to the movies every weekend. But, um, yeah. It's my go-to date with myself yeah. each week oh, as well now, brother. <laughs> me too, me too, me too. Um, but, yeah, so, and I was like, yeah, this is a job. This is what people do with their lives. I want to do that as well. Like, what's stopping me from doing it? Of course. Myself. And so then I took a chance on myself. My boss at the time was accommodating. Um, when that got a bit much, juggling the carpentry apprenticeship and film school, like I was like, all right, one of like, because film's what I want to chase. Carpentry's got to go. Then I was working part time, all that kind of jazz, and then you know, um, circle back all the way to the film school chat. Met some great people like yourself, Fetty, Jay, Lockie, Hattie, Emmanuel. Sorry if I left out your name, but there's a li- there's a lot of people that I'll um, keep in touch with for years to come and work on projects together. But yeah, this is just like. Um, that's the main thing for me. And further touching on what we've said, like no one day is the same. Mm. Um, yeah, I feel like you're out of the, the rat race of sorts mm. kind of thing, but that's essentially why I want to do film is just, yeah, I want to, uh, I love the dedication and hard work that goes into it. The behind the scenes to what it actually looks like on screen is something <coughs> that I Amazing. am majorly impressed with. And Do you still, after you go see films, do you, I don't know, but like, do you go straight onto YouTube watch the behind the scenes on how they made it? Uh, no, but I do follow like yourself. I follow a couple of film pages. Oh, which I, but yeah. I was actually going to come on here and say, um, have you? And this is going to sound psychotic, but have you ever seen an explosion in your life? That's psychotic, man. <laughs> have you ever seen an explosion in your life? Um, <laughs> like not fireworks. Yeah, thing. no, no, no. I have. Um, but it was when I was about. I'd say 12, 12 at Movie World watching the little uh, VFX. Ah, okay, yes, I get you. Thing. Okay, so that, yeah, that, that, that counts SFX as well. So the, yeah. um, the, thing, the reason why I brought that up was because there was a behind the scenes shot of um, Michael Bay's Transformers Age of Extinction. Yes. And Greatest film of all time. <laughs> Michael, Michael, why am I forgetting his name? Michael Bay. What? Michael said, Douglas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Douglas directed yeah. Transformers. You know, let's go. Michael Bay. AKA Bayhem for all of his films. What the fuck? I've never heard of that. Have you actually never heard of that? No. That's all over the internet. I promise you. Bayhem. Yeah, Um, right. Okay. And like they did a behind the scenes shot of Transformers. And the size of the explosion that was practically done on set, I was just like, well, if that happened in my workplace, that's a workplace <laughs> Like, you know, that's, that's, uh, you know, yeah. that's something's very wrong. But for this to be like, you know, <clears throat> something that you see yeah, at work. Crazy, like man. that's something that Amazing. this industry can provide you with. That ain't work, cuz. Exactly right. It's not work. Exactly. That's, that's ultimately, it's not, I don't want to get into this industry so I can witness an explosion, but I yeah. just want to like, you know, I think that's the coolest thing ever. Like Tenet yeah. when he crashed a plane. Like, yeah. Come on. Like, that was all practical. Exactly well, right. That's, that's it. And I remember John David Washington saying like, I wasn't supposed to be on set that day, but I was like, I want to watch how they do this. And so right. he said like, bro, it's just those kind of things yeah. that, it's it's all that kind of stuff that makes me want to do this. Of course. And how about what have you done? Okay, what I have done. Um, yeah, going into film school, nothing. Mm. Um, when we 
started was it yeah we did that digital postcard which is essentially the music mm. video without mm. script uh sorry without dialogue um then actually i did a documentary on um dylan brown the mm. paramount eels 58 um we can't even get him in here yeah, we <laughs> could we could <laughs> <laughs> he's a big fan of this place as well to be honest um and uh yeah so i did a documentary on him and the challenges that came with that were quite challenging yeah <laughs> but dude. it was highly rewarding but um yeah. i dp'd that I DP'd was what? cinematographer for oh, that, you bro. Oh, sorry, or I thought you DP'd like Facebook profile picture. Nah, I was man, like, what man. do you mean? <laughs> yeah, I displayed profile yeah. picture, that <laughs> documentary. Yeah, goes. no, you, yes, you were, you were. And I remember giving you the uh, control to um, Did cinematography once, never touched yeah. it again. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was that. So Even trying to turn these cameras on this oh, morning were a mighty effort, mate. Yeah, I had to look up that book, like, how to work cameras <laughs> for dummies kind of Literally. thing for both of us. But um, yeah, so the, the reward that came out of that um, was really, really great. Um, and then what else did we do? Uh, the short films were fun. Mm. Um, what were Remnant. Yeah. yeah, Remnant. That was good. That was like the challenges with that was, oh, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. We'll get we'll get the boys in to talk about that one day. But um, uh, what else? Broken Record, mm. editor for Broken Record, mm-hmm. Federico Anderson's film, the uh, award-winning film. Yep, yep, yep. 100%. <laughs> um, no, that was that the art to have something that was rewarded like that is um, like I, it, I still kind of can't believe it, but it's something I'm very proud of, mm. um, and the challenges that came with that as well. Like mm-hmm. every every part of the process comes with a challenge: the pre-production, mm. the production, the post-production, and then the distribution itself mm. is. It's just challenge after challenge, and Very it's so and expensive. Uh, yes, exactly mm. right. And um, yeah, that's pretty much all I've done. Would you say you're a director, editor? What? Ooh, or still trying to figure it out? Still trying to figure it out, essentially. But it, like, I, I like to th- like to think that one day I will direct, mm. but which you will. Yeah, with this film coming yeah, up. Exactly right. But mm. um, yeah, I think mainly um, learning all the cogs in the machine. Mm. I still need to find where I fit in and where I want to really excel in an area. Kind of course, of man. So, um, well, well, hopefully you will see some character development over this podcast. Exactly right. And um, <laughs> we have a more clear view of um, what you want to be by the end of it, man. Interesting stuff. Yeah, exactly right. So please <coughs> I'll hand over to you. Yeah, sure. I'll keep this <laughs> short and sweet, hopefully, because it looks like there's some people that want to come in. Here. Um, yeah, so... God, this tracks back a long time. So my grandfather was a filmmaker. I've heard, <laughs> I'm sure you've heard this story many times. Um, my grandfather was a filmmaker um, and it was in my blood, I would say, for a long time. Uh, it didn't actually click with me. Uh, it's a sad story for a sec, but it didn't actually click with me until he passed away and at his wake, they played a bunch of his short films. Yep. And um, I would like to say that was the unintentional catalyst that started my journey. Um, I would say the first film that, you know, kind of continued that path so i had that and then i watched guardians of the galaxy one out of all the films and that made that was the first film to actually properly make me feel something from like feel like an emotion yeah a weird movie they were doing that dance battle on life they Uh. somehow get out of this and use (laughs) crazy (laughs) film right um but yeah no i was like this is incredible and the feeling that that made in me i'm like i want to replicate that you know i want to replicate that with everybody um i want to take that feeling that i'm feeling and i want everybody to feel it basically yeah, exactly right. i've also been doing magic my whole life and it's a similar um kind of payoff um in magic as it is film where 
everything that you do leads to the reaction, um, the payoff. Um, you know, the seeing the look on people's faces when you do the impossible in front of their eyes is what you want. And that's the same with film. You know, you can do film and cause these different reactions and emotions. Um, so I wanted to replicate that. And ever since then, you know, I've been making little short, th- uh, short films throughout high school, putting it on YouTube. Um, and, you know, I used to have a YouTube channel back in the day. Um, and, yeah, since then, went to film school um, and created little bits and bobs like yourself and then graduated with our graduate film, which was a film about magic and I liked that little intertwined journey that came to a conclusion. Um, and yeah, that's basically the whole story and what I've been doing. Um, and you know, we've got some things down in the pipeline, but everything leads to me, uh, to creating that reaction and that feeling in people. Um, and yeah, I feel like I was able to do that to the lesson and we held a premiere for ours. Awesome. And it was awesome seeing that, you know, people applauding and actually people coming up to me crying afterwards and not saying is that good, but just <laughs> um, it, it, it was quite the experience. And if I can get that feeling that I had when that, you know, those things happen and I'll be happy. And, exactly right. you know, you'll never work a day in your life, but that's basically what I've done. And I'm a director, writer, um, but a director first and foremost. And, um yeah, I'm here to not only, I would say, carry on my grandfather's legacy, I guess, but make my own. And um, now we're here, man. Exactly right. That's, now we're here. That's, now we're here. That's yeah. Stage one again, but I feel like we've got a good thing going on. Um, and I have a good feeling about this. I have really a good do. feeling about this. And we have some good ideas, man. We do. We, do. <laughs> we both, so basically to rehash before we end this, we both have an idea for a movie. Um, we're both going to play a part in each other's creation of this movie somehow. Yep. Um, I'll produce your film. We get to find your role in mine, yeah, exactly <laughs> but we'll right. get there hundred yep. percent. And we're going to leave this here. Cause I feel like we've got through a lot for the intro and the next couple apps will be about our projects individually. Exactly right. And, um, I just want to say as well, it was like a little, little topic that you and I touched on just before mm. the camera started rolling and the audio started recording. Um, further down the track, if anybody has, ideas and stuff they want to discuss with us as well we'll help you out like this is what this podcast is essentially just a circle it all back to the start we want to help people and show what it takes i'm not saying that we are the be all and end all but um we essentially we want to help out where we can exactly so that's help each other and help other people help other people man that's the bottom line and let's make a good film and now i feel like we got each other we can hold ourselves accountable whilst also the others the listeners and viewers and stuff hopefully holding us accountable as well to get some progress week by week i won't say it probably won't be exciting every week because (laughs) in reality this is going to be real man like the pre-production stuff isn't always fancy and snazzy but it's needed and it's important and it's stuff that people don't know exactly from beat sheets man nobody knows what play beat sheet is exactly from right. beat sheets to location releases like it's all interesting stuff it may seem boring but i feel like we'll make it exciting in a way where you get the whole gist of how to make a film exactly right so yeah. i think on that note we've been going for just about to go 41 minutes here so Perfect, i think we might wrap mate. it up there awesome. um yeah so hopefully you guys stick around if not that's fine <laughs> but uh 
you know, <laughs> we're here for the long haul. Think of this like a limited series. Yes. All exactly right? right. Because it's going to be, we're making a film over this process and you're going to see the end. And we've actually already been talking about ideas about season two, which is exciting. Exactly right. Um, so, but yeah. I think on that note, we'll. Uh, Before we go, yeah. we have Instagram, we have TikTok, oh, yes. we have YouTube. Please. All right. Yes. At the prod. <laughs> The pre-prod pod. The pre-prod pod on TikTok and Instagram and YouTube. It's just the pre-production meeting. There you go. So that's where you can find us. That's where you can reach us. Amazing. Please. I feel good. Yep. And on that note, we out of here. See ya. See ya.